at SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. Seven minutes to eight the time. Good to hear from you this morning. Well, lots going on as always. There was a comment yesterday by the president, and of course we're all uh, looking ahead to that big speech tonight, but he was talking about, he was sort of suggesting that if you're a young person, you're looking for a job, you shouldn't be too sort of picky or choosy about the job that you offered. And he was talking about uh, being in grade 11 when he said, as he puts it, when he was in standard nine, he walked door to door asking people for work, um, for a sort of holiday work. And he ended up with a job packing boxes of cigarettes and boxes of sweets. And I think many people who are working now, people sort of my generation, may older, maybe started in jobs like that. I think a lot has changed since then. But that idea of just going and getting a job and doing whatever it is, whatever it takes, a manual job or whatever, is that something we should be saying to people who don't have jobs at the moment? Sia Mama is the spokesperson for the Assembly of the Unemployed. Sia, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for this. What do you think about what the president said? You shouldn't be too picky. In other words, if there's any kind of job, you should just take it. What do you think about that? Um... So, one, from the experience of the educators' assistants, I think this has been um, evident enough that the youth really is not picky when it comes to jobs. You have people who have honors degrees in sociology and philosophy who are teaching in schools um, and, 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 and earning those and those guidance. So this says a lot. But, however, this also creates a bit of ambiguity. Um, that the reason we face this unemployment crisis <laughs> is it's because the youth is picky. Um, the youth doesn't want to get experience. And, and, and that sort of um, takes the focus away on what's the real um, cause of, of unemployment. It's interesting because um, if, if you go, if I go in a, in a suburban area and I go to any kind of hardware store, any of the big chains, I will see people, generally young men, um, and I'm a white person, they know I'm going there to go and buy something, they can see that I'm privileged, and they will, say to, they will ask me for a job. They will literally say, can I come and do this for you? And it can be a simple thing, you know, changing a toilet seat or something. Um, and that to me suggests that people aren't picky at all. They're desperate for income and they're desperate for any job and they'll do anything. And I think... I mean, I think the risk is that that can lead to abuse, but but we can get to that in a sec. But I'm not convinced that young people are being tricky, picky. I think young people will take any job there is because they're desperate. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And and this has been through your examples as well have been proven. Um, the root cause of this, however, um, is is that you take the focus away on why do we have the problem of unemployment. Um, and it, it takes away um, the issue of um, the youth is picky when it comes to jobs. The youth don't have skills. Why? This is not the problem. The real problem here, um, Stephen, is the structure and the way our economy is structured. And this is why we face this crisis of, of unemployment. Um, it is really about just the lack of opportunity. Do you find, though, that people who do, and I mean the classroom assistance is a big example, I know there's research this week about whether that sort of led to other jobs, but when people get a job for the first time, classroom assistant, whatever it is, um, in the president's case it was packing boxes of cigarettes and sweets, in some cases it will be literally changing toilet seats or something like that, if you get that one job, does it help you then stay employed for longer? I mean, do you find that in your experience, um, people who've had a little bit of work are more likely to work again than people who've never worked at all? 
Um, and I think, again, um, we have experiences where we see now the nature of work is changing. Um, it's highly precarious. It's highly casualized. So mm. those who are likely to find work, this will be on a three-month to a six-month contract. And after that, you, you're out of employment. You have to, again, look um, for employment again. And this is currently, unfortunately, what we say. Um, in, 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 in terms of what's happening in, 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 in the job market. And this is a crisis that um, we, we face, um, given also the army of, 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 of unemployed people. Um, it's interesting to sort of um, look at this politically. I mean, you're a spokesperson for an organization. It's sort of an organization of people who are unemployed, and they're very, I think you're not the only one, but there aren't many. Um, and if you look at the total number of unemployed people, I mean, let me use the figure of 10 million. I know there's a sort of argument about whether it's 8 or 12, but let me take yeah. 10 now. Um, we also have around 17 million people who aren't registered to vote. And I would think there's probably a big overlap between those people. Um, that maybe six or seven million people are unemployed or also not registered to vote. Um, and if unemployed people organize themselves politically, they'll probably be the biggest party in, in Parliament. But that's kind of not how life works in South Africa, is it? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. And so, so speaking, the, the, the crisis of, of unemployment, really, I mean, if we go back to Minister Kodongwane's budget speech, um, last October. I mean, we saw 70% of the budget went to servicing debts um, in, 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 in some in foreign currency, some of these debts. So, and then some of the money and, and the rest has to go into other government spending. So, and, and then this creates some sort of a crisis, and this crisis is what leads to austerity. Um, and with austerity and extension to how we face the crisis of unemployment that we're seeing in terms of wage freeze and we're seeing in terms of employment freeze, specifically in, in government as well. So this is a whole structured issue um, of, of the economy, really. That cannot be solved by election. Um, so, yeah, unless we talk about changing the whole structure of, of the economy. No, sure. I mean, I think people have given up, haven't they? And isn't that the sort of sadness, the tragedy of it? And I think um, the number of discouraged workers and many, many people who've given up looking for work, and including homemakers, say a lot about this because even those, the homemakers, so-called, um, they would take any job if they were given it any time, right? And, 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 and I'm interested because, you know, in his speech, President Ramaphosa always talks about investment, right? And you always wonder, why does this investment not trickle down in terms of creating jobs? But the problem is that the investment that he's, ta- he's talking about, it's financialized investment. It's not investment sure. that um, speaks around issues of reindustrialization and into productive mm-hmm industries that would create and enact um, jobs. Yeah. Siamama, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate the time and the thought. Spokesperson for the Assembly of the Unemployed. With SFM leading the conversation.